Welcome to this episode of Talk Exchange. I'm Tracy Edwards, CEO of the National Exchange Club. And I'm Christy Linda, Director of Communications. Hi, Christy. Hey, Tracy. How are you? I'm good, except I was surprised when I came over here. At, it had gotten colder since I, I left know. this morning. I'm not ready for that. I'm not. The sun was out and it was beautiful <laughs> it was. this morning. It was. And now winter is not <laughs> And it's a winter looking sky just for us, though. I'm sure there are people listening in other parts of the country where they're like, what are you talking about? It's sunny. It's warm. It's beautiful. And we're envious of them at this point. <laughs> My oldest said to me yesterday that the sun was too bright. What? Oh, I heard some people say that yes. yesterday. It was pretty bright yesterday, I but said, I love it. Bite your tongue, mm -hmm. son. It's about to disappear till May. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's interesting. Well, so we're entering, we're in the season of thanks, thankfulness, mm -hmm. and the season of gratitude, and going into the holidays. And you know, I just had a thought on the way over here. I'm excited about our guest today because I, I want to learn more about her. But also when people are looking for Christmas gifts, mm -hmm. these books will make lovely Christmas gifts for Absolutely. readers in the family or potential readers mm -hmm. or something like that. So today we're happy to have with us a, a person that we know through our Exchange Club involvement. She's uh, been an Exchange Club leader for years and we appreciate her. She's based in North Carolina. And today we're talking to author Nancy Wakely. Well, welcome, Nancy. Thank you, Tracy and Christy. It's nice to be here. Great to have you here. So I was uh, catching up on your books, and I know your first release was Heirloom, and then you released The Legend. And it seems like, is there a third one coming, or is, has it been released yet? It has been released on October 24th. Um, we released uh, Secrets at Deep Lake. And that is basically the third in the series of Kate Tyler novels. And it basically wraps up her story. There's a story arc over the three books. And I think the readers will be happy to see how it wraps everything up for her. Wonderful. So that's hot off the press. Fresh. It I is. like that. Okay, good. So we're curious because we were, of course, around when uh, you started with Heirloom and... We're excited about that. So when did you first realize that you wanted to be a writer and how did this come about? Because it, it was not your first career that I know of, unless you've always <laughs> been writing, but this is the first book that we know of. So how did that all start? Well, it, it started about 23 years ago, actually. Um, when my daughter went to college, I thought maybe I need something else to do to occupy my time. I was working in clinical research data management at that point with a full-time job. So I just started um, trying my hand at writing. I had read some books that I thought I really could write better than this, but unfortunately I realized I couldn't at that point. So I really had to work at my craft and I, I started learning a lot. And over the course of about 20 years, I developed Heirloom and I, I finished it. And then when I retired, I thought I should really see what I could do with this book. You know, could it be published? Uh, could I get someone interested in it and, and really get it to where I wanted to be? And so I, I finished it up after I retired. And of course, that's when COVID hit. So I didn't have much else to do anyway. And um, the, I was able to send it out to a few publishers and one was very interested. And that's who has published all three books now. So it was a, a 
a long, long mm-hmm. history to the book, but I think it was important that I, it, it happened when it needed to happen. I guess that's, that's the best way to say it. So it sounds like you're wrapping up the series with Kate. Will you go in a different direction now with the next book? Well, I think I will. Uh, I think that I have finished up her story arc um, pretty much. She has grown a lot over the last three books, and it's interesting that an author gets to know their characters and they know what where, what direction they want them to go in, and they sometimes they know when the story's ended, but that doesn't mean that I can't do something in the future with her. It might look a little different, but I think I'm real happy with where it is now. So if I go in another direction, it might be a mystery. Um, probably something along that vein, but I'm excited to try something different right now. I'm sure. What fun. So Nancy, I'm curious, did you, did you start writing your first book with the concept? Did you know how you wanted the story to unfold and what your characters would look like, or was it kind of organic as you were writing? It is kind of an organic process with me. I knew from the beginning a little bit about Kate. I knew what kind of character she needed to be. And I knew that she needed to have a love interest, of course. And I knew some of the other main characters that she needed to involve with in Eden Springs. And so that kind of came together. Um, it, it's interesting, especially with the first book, though, that after editing, it was a little bit of a different book. So what my thought process was during writing it was not really how it worked out in the end, but that's okay. <laughs> it turned out to be a better book. But um, so I would say, yes, I knew the characters. I knew how she wanted to um, go through the story and move through her own story. And um, that all of the other things come along as you're writing the book. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are your favorite books to read, Nancy? Well, I think I have quite an eclectic um, type of book that I, I like to read. I love thrillers. I love mysteries. I love um, things like David Baldacci and John Grisham and a few things like that. But I also like family dramas, um, World War II, um, ones with strong female characters. I do like those and I've read a lot of those lately. But I, ha- I have, I, I read a wide variety of uh, types of books and, and that keeps me interested in the process of just reading and learning. Plus, as an author, I do learn a lot from those types of genres. Do you read while you're writing? Do you allow those two to overlap? Oh, yes, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get ideas. Now, I'm wondering, too, have you become part of that writer's community? Do you go to events where there are other authors so that you can develop those relationships and kind of learn from each other about the process? That is one thing I have not done yet um and that's a goal for next year i really want to do that but locally i have gotten very involved in a lot of readers or writers conferences and groups i have a really special that has been very very good for feedback and critiquing they all critique each other's work so that's been a valuable experience for me but i've not been to one of the big author conferences and that's my goal i want to do that very badly Good. That would be fun, I'm sure. And I, I saw that you did a signing, a book signing. So I'm sure that's fun too, to get out in the community and talk to people about uh, the book yeah. and hear, hear that feedback from them. I'm sure you have some fans out there that want you to sign their books. Mm-hmm. 
So Nancy, was it a very vulnerable feeling to have your book book first read by other authors to receive their feedback? Or did you it, find it, that to be helpful? It was helpful, but it was also vulnerable. I mean, the, the group that I'm with um, have written novels before. They've written uh, devotional books. They've written um, historical fiction, all, wow. a variety of things, and, and they know their stuff. So I... I was hesitant at first, but they're just so kind. And I found that true of the author community in general. When you meet other authors, they are usually very helpful, very um, interested in what you're doing. And they're, they're very humble, really. Most of them are, they're just like you and me. You know, I, they're, they're just like you and me. And I found that very um, freeing to be able to be myself as a writer, too. Mm-hmm. And what did your family think when you got started and then you had a book published? That's pretty exciting, right? It was. They were all very, very supportive. And my husband especially has just encouraged me all along the way. My daughter, she's been a beta reader for me. She's read the drafts of the manuscript. So it's been, it's kind of been a family effort, I think you could say. Oh, that's nice. nice. I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What makes a great story? What would you say are the elements to a great story? I would say, most of all, you have to have characters that not necessarily people like, but they are intrigued by. Uh, Mm -hmm. Typically, what you say, yes, you want to have a character that people will like, that they'll engage with, but you can have a villain that is still a good character. Um, you might root for a villain in some cases. You might root for your protagonist in some cases. But I think that's one of the main things. And I think you have to have a good up. You have to have something at the start of the book that really gets you pulled in and sets the story in motion. Um, and that overall, that's just the arc of the story. Uh, the characters have to grow in one way or another. And I think that makes it very satisfying for the reader to know that Yes, some things will be resolved in the end, unless it's a series, of course, mm-hmm. but they'll uh, they'll learn something about themselves in reading the book, too, and I think that's, that's key to a successful story. Oh, interesting. So, Nancy, I'm curious, what is it like to develop a character that is completely different from yourself? How do you mm-hmm. write that person? Right. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I think, again, by reading other author's work, you get a sense of what what a character is, how they talk and feel and think. Uh, you have to develop a character from the bottom up. And not only that, but you have to know, I feel you have to know the backstory of the character. And I've done that a lot where I've gone back to before the book started and written um, a few thousand words about that, that character and how they came to be the way they are. And that has helped me tremendously in knowing how a character will react to everything that happens to them in the book. And, uh, you know, it has to come from somewhere. You can't just react because that's how you want the characters to react. They have to react the way they would react as a, a you know, human being, mm-hmm. a real person. So it helps to know their backstory. And I think that's one of the keys to making it a successful character that people will relate to. Wow. And mm-hmm. same with your villains too. I mean, the villain has to have a backstory too. Why are they the way they are? <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> that's, 
doesn't matter what character and story is. So you hear about authors that go away to write, they may go on a retreat, they may go on a sabbatical or a vacation. What is your method? Do you need to go somewhere and just have quiet time and think it through? Or what's your process? <laughs> that would be nice, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I come up to my office, the mm -hmm. same place as me here, and write. Uh, now I do sometimes write longhand and I try and go to a coffee shop or back patio or something like that mm -hmm. but pretty much it's right here in front of my computer and and i do try and block things out and um maybe have some special music or something that's playing but this is where i do most of my work nice well, we appreciate your time it's been fun learning about the process and we're talking to nancy wakely nancy where should people go if they would like to learn more about your books, which are Heirloom, The Legend, and Secrets of Deep Lake, where can they go to purchase these books? There are several outlets that people can try to uh, try to find them. Uh, of course, one is Amazon. Right. And these are all the dot-com um, booksellers, barnesandnoble.com. Kobo has e-books. Um, Apple Books has them. And there are also audio books for the two first books that um, are on audio at Apple, if you have an Apple app, and then bookshop.com. Excellent. And okay, good. So you can find me there. Yeah. Excellent. Well, what fun this has been. I know. Thank you, you for so joining much us. about our members. I know. I love it. <laughs> and thank you for being a valued member of Exchange, and thank you for sharing your story today. And again, for everyone who wants to learn more about Nancy Wakely and her books, go to Amazon.com or any book retailer. And... Uh, Nancy, thank you. We'll also have a link to in this episode, yes. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Success.